It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey, it's the podcast guy. Something I talked on on podcast. It's the Southern Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of Sutton United Talk Time on podcast. It's the Sutton Podcast with the association with Lucky Star Gym. Gym, even, not Jim. Lucky Star Gym. I don't know what that is, but someone needs to start that. Um, I'm your host, Mike, and with me on the panel today, we have got Dan and Stuart. In this episode, we are going to cover the historic making trip to Stockport in the league. That's about as much positive spin I can make on this. It was historic. And we're going to look forward-ish to the visit of Mansfield Town. Obviously, engagement is important. Please like, join, share the discussions, um, chat with fellow fans and the rest of it. Join in with the elf on the shelf. I've put a lot of work into that and there's only three or four people doing it, but join in. Some of them are, some of them are good. Some of them aren't good, but um, it took me a while, so do join in. Um, let's have a little chat and meet the uh, members of today's group therapy session. Um, Dan, you were on a couple of weeks ago. We played brilliantly the game after you were on. We put three past Horsham, three leagues below us. But how have you been since then? <laughs> um, I've been all right. I've been busy at work, you know, doing live stuff. Um, and yeah, rapesing around the country, watching things. I would like to call it football, but what I saw yesterday was not football. Well, not from the uh, collection of gentlemen in the yellow shirts, at least, shall we say. You've been practising all day, haven't you? <laughs> How I got through that without swearing or calling <laughs> people names. Yeah, you did very well. Um, Stuart, you previewed the Doncaster match, which was a disaster. Um, that went yeah. really well. Um, yeah. Now I, I see it's your 18th recently so you can legally buy a pint uh, exactly um, yeah. you can legally buy your first pint yeah <clears throat> take the um, pain away that does yeah. lucky man can now no longer watch this lot sober it's highly that. advised i said legally Danny. <laughs> self-medicating is the only yeah. way to get through this absolutely how have you been otherwise i've been absolutely splendid aside from that match yeah i've, I've been i've been doing good marvelous excellent okay well 
Um, I tried to find as many positives as possible, went through the uh, club news, and let's just say the youth losing 3-1 at Plymouth is the highlight of Sutton United news I could find at the weekend. Um, ladies, as I left it with about five minutes ago, they were 7-2 down, um, so uh, they're doing marvellously well. Um, and if you are interested, they are promoting the coach for Gillingham, but I'm not sure how much take-up there will be on that at all. Um, going to slightly twist the, the, the format for discussing the match, um, mostly because I can't be asked to work out lots of different ways of saying, well, that was shit, that was fucking shit. Um, and apart from the penalty, which was a bit unlucky with a handball, but apart from that, <laughs> um, it was difficult. Um, so, guys, this is our joint worst scoreline since the war. Um, Obviously, I've not researched this, um, but Frankie has said it was a 1972 friendly against Chelsea, so that doesn't really count. And then it was the Norwich game where they were, I believe, four divisions above us at the time. So that doesn't really count. Um, this was humiliating. This is a this is a match against our peers. Um, we we're in the same division as them. I know they've got a bigger budget and better players and the rest of it, but they're in the same division. Um, I mean, briefly, what, what are your thoughts on, on, on our bit of history? I suppose it's at least going to go down as one of those, oh, well, I was there moments. A bit like, you know, the, the, the trophy semi against Kays and things like that. Um, I wouldn't call that a positive, though. I just, uh, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's, um, it, yeah, it just wasn't good from start to finish, really. No, I mean, Stuart, you like me, you've had to watch it back, even uh, though yeah. in the scoreline. Um, so how, how did you kind of um, view yeah. it? Well, I think uh, saving his trip up to Stockport was probably the best thing about that match. Didn't fancy going. I knew it was going to be a difficult match. Uh, didn't think it was going to be 8-0 loss, though. No. I mean, there's a lot of people giving a lot of kudos to the 94 that that, that went and stayed um, for the match. Um so there's a lot of people saying well played and um, well done to them. So I'm sure we've loved that little pat on the head and oh bless. Um, but, I mean, we started with a proper defence. Okay, there was there was injuries, people coming back from injury. You could argue Kizzy was out of position, but probably he'd been our most consistent centre back all season. Um, so where and why did that defence go so horribly wrong? Um, Dan, you 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 were there. Um, um, I mean, it, it, they clearly had been given a rocket by their manager. Dave Challoner knows us. He knows Matt. He knows how we play or how we like to play. He'd obviously clearly looked at us, given his lads a rocket and said, hit them hard, hit them early. Get in front and they will go. And I'll be brutally honest, I'd agree. I'd have probably agreed with that assessment if I'd have been a fly on the wall in their team meeting. Because we've been we've done that away from home about five times now, six times where we it, the timing varies, but generally when you go behind, that's it. You know you've the game's gone. We've done it at Doncaster. We've done it at uh, we did it at, uh, at Swindon. We did it at uh, Aki. There's uh, we did it at Crawley. They, they go behind and they go. There's just it, the, whether it's they clock off or they just lose their heads or whatever you want to call it. Clearly, that was their thing because they got right into us from minute one, and it was well. This is going to be a tough opening ten here. I thought the free kick that they got the first goal from was a bit soft, but we just absolutely didn't defend that first serious ball into our box. The guy had a free header. It's one nil, and from that moment, get go. They're all arguing with each other. All arguing with a bench. All coating each other off and from then on uh and again same the same problems we've had in a few away games as well this year get it down our left pull pull the full back out because he he doesn't have any protection from the guy in front of him at all you just double up on on, on the full back as it happened to be sam hart in this case pull him out and just get balls in behind him um and the amount of times they got to the byline and well i think the three goals after the first were all to the byline and pull back and there was like guys queuing up around the penalty spot to just pick a pick a corner um when you when you if, to answer the question what happened is they didn't turn up they didn't they didn't do 
their basic jobs from minute one. They didn't mm-hmm. mark. Uh, they didn't particularly defend zonally very well. Um, and the same weaknesses we've had all season were just completely torn apart again. That's that's that basically it. Same yeah, I mean, old story. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's one thing I've kind of noticed from Matt's pre-match, um, Stuart. Um, he yeah. says very often that what Dan just kind of hinted at there is, oh, the first goal is important. If we if we get it, we do this. If we if we let it go in, I mean, does that play into the players' mind? Do you reckon that? Oh God, we've gone the goal down now. That's it. We can't win. Um, I mean, there's got to be some some mental aspect to this because we do collapse an awful lot. Yeah, I mean, I saw a tweet about 4-0 down and that's when they said they're finally settling in, which, I mean, it's just far too late being four goals down and then that's when you turn up. That's that's not good enough. Uh, yeah, it's just poor performance. Yeah, that might have been slight tongue-in-cheek because we hadn't uh, conceded a goal for 10 minutes. I think yeah. that's, where, <laughs> that's where that might have come from. Um, but, I mean... The, the, individually, you're going to look at some of these players and go, well, okay, they're not a bad player and they play mm-hmm. well together. Um, but there's just something that isn't isn't working. I mean, this, this, I don't like naming names or digging people out, but he did have one horrendous mistake, which kind of you, you, you've got to talk about, Dino. Mm-hmm. Um, sure, um, I know Dan's probably going to disagree with me, but I thought him coming out to clear that ball wasn't the worst decision he made. No, no. Because if he actually just lumped it upfield or actually controlled it instead of trapping it like I trap it, um, then he might have done all right. But I mean, that was just a, for a goalkeeper of his experience, that's just horrendous, especially one who used to play outfield and loves coming out. Um, I mean, what, yeah. what did you think of that situation? I think that, that just should have been hoofed just far out, just as far as possible. But he, he took it under control um, and then gave it straight back to one of our players. It was almost an open net after that. Yeah. I mean, Christian tried, but unfortunately, yeah. he was running that really way and the ball kind of yeah. went the wrong way. I mean, Dan, how, how, did you see it or were you watching like your hands over your eyes because Dino had gone Aussie walkabout again? I mean, it's, that's actually the only goal I've actually really dared watch back, to be honest, mainly because I wanted to. I, I kind of saw it at the time, but I was like, what? Um, I would agree, to be honest, with the ball, the flight of the ball and the way the players were set in front of him, that I would agree with you that his initial decision to, I'm close enough, I can get there first, I can deal with this. That's fine. He's made the call to do that. And I I don't disagree that it was a, a reasonable shout on his half, you know, on his behalf. You know, let's, I just want to get rid of it. You're, at this point, you're five down. Um, already, so he's just obviously everyone's just trying to do that little extra bit to try and not make it worse, and by doing that, made it worse. Um, <laughs> his yeah, I mean, having made the decision, I'm he's clearly called for it, he's come for it, and his first touch has to send that ball 60 70 yards upfield, even if it mm. goes just straight through to the, the oppo keeper doesn't matter clear your lines his first touch was just it was dreadful and it just teed just teed the bloke up all he had to do was take touch set and roll it in it was but that's that's dino we know from you know seasons past whilst he's a a, a decent keeper for this level he has that in his locker he will occasionally have a moment like that where he's trying to trying to do something and it doesn't come off. I mean, he did it at Bristol Rovers a couple of seasons ago. We came racing out, got nowhere near the ball. Um, he, he tried it at Stevenage a year or two ago as well, where he took a quick free kick when no one was there and he passed it straight to an Oppo player. So we, we, we know he's got it in his locker, but he tends to balance it out with what else he gives it. But yeah, on that occasion, um, yeah, it's just, he did it. But once you once you've committed, you've got to make sure that you you deal with that ball, and he didn't. Yeah, I suppose if he's going to make one of his um, walkabout mistakes, then at five nil is probably a good one to do, rather than a two one or something. 
That um, that was that was a comment on the train home last night. It was like, well, if he's going to fuck it up like that, then he may as well do it at five nil rather than at nil nil with a, exactly. with five minutes to go. So exactly. Um. So, I mean, again, I'm not picking on him. I promise. But there was a he went down. I think after two nil or one nil, and he had a bit of treatment. They carried on, and then I, I was hearing. Um, or watching on Twitter with some Stockport fans saying he keeps having a go at the bench, back and forth at the bench. Um, did you sort of notice anything at the, at the time, or was that just him complaining in general? Um, he, I mean, he had a right good go at the defenders in front of him for the first goal. Second, I didn't notice him to go down first goal. I think it was second or third. He definitely kind of just had one of his little minutes where he sits down and it looked whether does he need treatment. I don't think he was particularly injured or anything like that. I think what that was was just to basically stop the game restarting as quickly as possible. Um, we, you know, we were three down in like 13 minutes or 14 minutes or whatever it was. Um, and whilst he was kind of getting his treatment, shall we say, uh, Matt was having one of his uh, team talks by the bench with the team. So I think that was maybe a a bit that that instance was a bit more of a just we need we need just to have a second here to have a breather we need to find our find you know we've completely lost our minds we need to try and slow it down and it it, it kind of had a help because it, it broke the momentum a little bit and it took them about 10 minutes to get another goal so it had a slight effect but yeah i think that's more what that was i don't think he was particularly injured yeah but I mean, the, the, there was—I'm not surprised that, he's, that he's, he was bunnying to the bench because everybody was, and everyone mm. has been doing for week for most of this season. That's something else we've really noticed is yeah. the amount of back chat and gobbing off back to the bench, mm. like debate. Should we let's just call them debates between the, the players on the field and the bench, whereas in past seasons, the lads would just do the job, and you would just hear Matt or Jason barking from the mm. touchline when they wanted something done or changed but yeah this this there's so much you know uh, it's yeah. going both ways it's not it's not instructional anymore it's they, they're, they're arguing amongst themselves and again it's clearly this there's clearly something not right yeah because that was a, a few weeks ago with omari when um obviously whatever's happened has happened but um he, he wasn't seen again um apart from off the bench um, what, what do you kind of think of that situation, Stuart? With the players kind of giving it back, I think I think Smith was having to go back as well at yeah. some stages. I, I don't really like that. I think that the manager's a man to make the calls, uh, even even if they are wrong. But um, just players yapping from a bench, I don't like it. It's just it's just not team spirit. It's not it's not good. It's, it's got I mean, don't, like don't get me wrong. I mean, you have the the occasional one where if you know it's heat at the moment. If someone yeah. bollocked you, you're out of position or whatever, but it's that what you've made a one tiny mistake and you're being bollocked for it. Sometimes you mm. might go, hang on, just shut up and leave me, leave me alone. But that is, that happens, you know, but when it's constant and it is, it has been constant this season. Mm. Yeah. And we, we, we we've all, I, I'm going to say this, I'm going to sound great. We've all played. <clears throat> I've stood and pointed on a pitch, um, but um, you love it when your opponents start arguing amongst themselves, having a go at, at the sidelines. You're like, you're like, yeah, we've got this. Um, this is this is great. So, yeah, all those things should be just in the change room. Have your fights on the change on the change room, training pitch, whatever, but not not during a match. And mm. um, I mean, <sighs> seeing some comments about ineffective substitutions. <laughs> yes and no we have no options um, I yeah. mean, again we, we left Amari on the bench but I'm not entirely sure if, if you turn around to him and say right 7-0 go on son yeah what do you want me to do if you thought I could score seven goals stick me on at the front, the front well, of the game not the end of the game. yeah <laughs> um, but um I mean we don't have any options we don't seem to have any options other than the the plan a um I mean one of my frustrations is there was two or three times when I was watching it back. In fact, there was more than that, where we had a break on and the fullbacks or the wingers, they went, they they actually beat a man and then turned and went backwards. Their, their first instinct was to go back, not to go carry mm. on forward. Because, I mean, yeah, we, we quite like one of the wingers to bomb forward, beat their man, 
fire into the box and then turn around and shout at everyone going well where, where i've done my bit where were you but they're always going backwards i mean there was aiden two or three times he beat three or four players he had the ball beat three or four players but unfortunately he was running away from the goal towards the center circle i mean that, that's got to be sort of tactical instructions to be going backwards or is that just pure lack of confidence um dan what do you think on that i don't think you'd ever surely you wouldn't coach a team to play that way or i mean i i, I get the basics of play the way you're facing that's perfectly legitimate you know if you get into a, a and sometimes aiden because he's quite good with the ball at his feet i think oppo know that they like to crowd him i mean he had a bit of it less day where he would find himself with the ball on touchline and he would quickly have two or three blue shirts on him so sometimes you have to you know you don't really have an option you either lose possession because you get tackled, you pass it to nobody, or you 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 know you you protect the ball and you play the way you're facing. That that's fine. But if you've got you've beaten an opponent and you've got space or any or whatever to attack or run into, um, yeah, I don't I don't I don't think you would coach to. I mean, even the most possession-based coaches, I don't think would coach to keep the ball. Um, I mean, the only excuse would be is if he looks up and you see nobody in there. I mean, hmm. but I mean, usually, usually, either if it's a winger, it's usually Aiden or Harry is somewhere in that vicinity. So you could argue you could play a, a, a ball across. So, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I think it's probably just confidence and just people are just frightened of making a mistake and making things worse. I think that it might just be simply that. Yeah, so, I mean, I'll accept that. As Stuart is, is if yeah. when they do turn back and pass it backwards, we do keep the ball. But what happens is it goes backwards to Dino or one of the centre backs to then lump it forward to lose possession. So it's like, well, you may as well have tried something if you're going to lose possession. I mean, I mean, what are your thoughts? Am I being overly harsh or? It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No, I don't, I don't think you're being overly harsh. I, th- I think just usually w- w- when our wingers do take on and get to a position where they are going to cross it into the box, I just feel like there's not really much output. Going backwards might seem like an option, but then again, just nothing comes from them. It's just sort of delaying the uh, inevitable, that is. Yeah, I mean, it's a bit different to when I think it was the Villa kids when we were playing and the ball they kept sort of passing it around and people were screaming get it forwards yeah. but they, they were actually doing something with it um which was interesting but um now we're just not seems to do anything I mean we we did have I think it was six or seven by this stage but we did have what was described as the best opportunity the best chance of the match with Josh Coley and the ball was played into him and for some reason he positioned himself to shoot to the left rather than to the right where the keeper wasn't and he kind of almost had an open net I mean Dan you were there at that point did you did that just add to frustration or was that just as expected for this kind of game um yeah it was it was probably one of our most I mean they'd been a few minutes where they're obviously that the score line was getting was way out of hand by this point they'd given us they were starting to give us a little bit of a extra that extra half yard of space that we hadn't had all afternoon so we were able to start moving the ball a bit more and we had a couple of moments where we we moved it quite well um and that was one of them where it was a little a little give and go Aiden got in I think he might have been offside I think um but the, that liner on our side was terrible all day um so he he, he gets into space gets wide um 
pulls it back. And I, I thought he did fantastically well to pull it back with what he had one man to find in a crowd of blue shirts. I mean, they got, got five guys back really quickly and he's managed to pick out Josh perfectly. And for some reason he kind of slid rather than, I don't know, maybe he overran the pass or something, but yeah, he just kind of had to slide at it and side foot it. And all he did was push it away from goal rather than, well, hit the target, which was, I mean, it, it, he must have been about four or five yards out. I, I mean, I couldn't believe he'd missed. Uh, it's just, that was, I, 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 cl- I clearly remember a couple of people going and, li- and leaving at that point. Uh, Stuart, what do you, what just did you Because think it, was, it was that kind of miss. It was like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Uh, that's a train in a minute. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Knock it I on mean, the end. Yeah. I mean, missing, even though he didn't score, it doesn't really affect the match. I mean, maybe the scoreline looks a bit better on paper, having a goal to your name, but I don't think it really really does matter. No. I mean, you got to be you got to be scoring them chances, but it's not. It didn't yeah. really pay no. too much. Right. Well, next point, I feel I have to point out, because a lot of people have said we've had two weeks to prepare for this match. I'm like, yeah. Well, hang on. No, we haven't. We didn't play the follow the previous week, but we didn't prepare for this match. I know it doesn't. It's only a tiny detail, but we were preparing for the Harrogate match, which didn't happen. But they have had um, quite a, a quiet schedule, which Matt has been asking for. Um, had a good week. I know Dan, you love this. The good week, good unity, um, and everything great in training. Um, yeah, does my head in. You've got things like. We're still talking about players joining us late in the in the summer. We're in December. Um, then I did see someone say, "Oh, I think the break was too long and it may have affected the players." It's like, well, hang on, we can't say they're playing too much and then they're not playing enough. I mean, we, I, I I will give as many excuses as I can, but even I thought that's a that's a stretch for me. Um, so, I mean, what do you think about the break? I mean, I, I obviously I. I I, I have my own bias, but I'm like, if Morecambe can produce a team to play so well on when they started off the, the season with six players and they've got all these new players in and they're managing to play well, what is it that we're doing differently to Morecambe? Stuart, I'll let you go first so Dan can filter out some swearies. Yeah, uh, I, <laughs> I mean, saying that we're doing well in training and having breaks and long periods uh, just to recoup and then lose 8-0 I mean, it's, it's just making excuses I mean something's, something needs to change soon I mean I, I saw shouts when we were bottom of the league and it was early on well no, you, you don't get relegated then but it's got to December and we're rock bottom mm. uh, with our goal difference it's awful doesn't look like we're going to win especially with our runner form yeah. So, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll come on to those thoughts in a little bit. Don't worry. I'm not going to dodge them. Um, Dan, what do you think about the break and the, and the training? I, I want to know what they're doing in training, quite frankly. Because it ain't, it ain't, I mean, our set pieces are garbage. Uh, everything doesn't, we're, we're not, we're not defending. We're not marking up like yesterday. Um, we make the same basic mistakes week in, week out, um, especially away from home. Um, keep being told that we're resilient and we've got great team spirit. We've already touched on it. All the bunnying back to the bench, that ain't team spirit. Um, resilience, where's that? I'm sorry. There's, there's been so many away games this year where we've done that, we've conceded, and suddenly the two or three will follow quite quickly afterwards. Um, like Doncaster, that's not resilience. That's, that's not a resilient team at all. Not even remotely close. Yeah, we've had a couple of games where we've dug in and actually applied ourselves. Um, like games away, like the, the Wrexham performance was brilliant. I mean, the, the, the shift the whole side put in was what we want week in, week out to be that organised. That And that is resilient. But 90% of the time, it's just, oh, they've scored. That's us. It's, it, that, that's been annoying me for weeks now, being told how resilient we are when I'm standing there watching it and we're anything but. Um, as for the break, again, Matt saying I want four weeks training into them. Cool, that's fine. But it's the middle of December. We've played 21 games now. If you're still needing that at this point to get 
across the way you want them to play or how you want them to play, it's too late. It's not going to happen. They mm. either don't want to play that way, they don't like it, or they don't understand. It's, or there's something fundamental there that they can't, you know, get their heads around. I mean, Stockport had their injuries. They played on Wednesday. Um, they look fine to me. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, it just says a lot that we went there last season, played with 10 men for 87 minutes and only got beat 3-0. Mm -hmm. I mean, one point I had about the training and we look good in training and we've done well in training and all the rest of it. Who are we training against? We're training against players who aren't in this side. So of course we're going to look good because we're playing against players that aren't as good as the ones in the team. So, I mean, if I'd we look good in training, can I change my season ticket to the training matches then, please? Yeah. I mean, if I was playing like the under fives or something... Stick of watching the real stuff. <laughs> exactly. Um, there, there is another side. Obviously, we, we played badly, but Stockport, their fans even... I mean, going into the game, so it was odd because they were six. They were clear at the top. They hadn't won in five. We were clear at the bottom and we hadn't lost in six or something like that. And um, there was actual genuine worry from some of their fans. It was going to be a tough game and it was going to be like, oh, God, you could do us. This is a proper banana skin. And it wasn't like our normal kind of worry of, oh, God, Horsham are going to be us or anything like that. But it was like they genuinely thought with the game on Wednesday and the way they were playing. Um, but then their fans were like, yeah, do you know what? Actually, it didn't matter who was in front of us today. <laughs> we would have be beaten anyone. We would have batted anyone. And Dave Callender even said in his interview, I feel really bad at something because I actually really like something. I like their management team, all the rest of it. I mean... Were they just too good or were we just too bad? Or is it a mixture of both? Stuart, I'll start with you. I think it's a mixture of both. I mean, they, looking at the highlights, they did look pretty good that match. But, I mean, us not losing in how many matches, it sounds great on paper, but we're only, we're only drawing them or they're getting cancelled. Um, yeah, we. I mean, we could we could have stuck anyone out there, and it, it, they would have performed the exact same. Yeah, I mean, the stat of not losing in 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 six in the league, I think it is, um, does sound great. But now we have to flip it and say, well, actually, now we've not won in five because mm. four four of those withdrawals. I mean, Dan, you were there. We've often said about teams we've played, going actually they were they were actually really good. Um, did did you at any point think they're teaching us a lesson lesson, or were you just thinking we've we've done this to ourselves? I mean, they're a really good side. Let's, let's not, you know, lie to ourselves. They are a very good side. Um, I mean, they, they could leave Tanto on the bench for like 65 minutes because he got a bit, of a, a bit of a bang on Wednesday. They could afford to leave him on the bench for 65 minutes. And then it, but you'd sit the two guys playing a Paddy Madden and, and Carl Wooten, who are both fantastic players. They're both very, very good forwards. And they just tore us to bits. Um I, I agree with some of their their lads afterwards saying, oh, yeah, we'd have beat anyone in the division today. Yeah, you would, because you'd be rattled in eight against the bottom of the, the, bottom of the league. And they were, they, were, they were quick, they were incisive, they didn't screw around, they didn't mess about, they just got at us and did every, everything they did was quality, was good quality work. Um, but also the fact that if you're going out there, and Matt and himself has touched on this, is that you have to turn up in this in this in these divisions um and front up for 90 minutes that has to be your bare minimum and we didn't do that and i touched on it earlier and i also mentioned this in the preview i did for the county website uh where i said there's been a couple of away games where we've lost in by threes or fours conceded threes or fours and you've been standing there watching thinking if this lot want it we could ship six or seven here if they really go after us. And for one reason enough or another, they're either not being good enough or not being as good as Stockport clearly are, or when they've got to three or four and we've nicked one back and it's kind of made them take a step back briefly and that's killed their momentum, I don't know. But that's been coming and we've just been lucky that we haven't, bumped, we haven't come up against a side that good this season. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm sure we'd have probably have lost anyway if we'd have actually turned up, but we didn't turn up. 
So didn't, didn't help ourselves. No. I mean, obviously, I, I'm talking at a point that I don't go to away games. So this, 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 I have no real dog in this fight. Lucky but, bastard. Um, but. I've seen some people, their fans, other club fans, and one or two of ours say um, we should refund our fans the match ticket. Now, I always find this really odd because the match ticket is minuscule portion of the match they cost <laughs> because getting up there, all the rest that. of it. Yeah, refund the train the tickets. It. Yeah, it's like, well, hang on, what are you going to do with that 20, 25 quid? Is that going to go, oh, all right, then that's, that's fine. Then you, you, you're not absolutely battered. So, Dan, you obviously traipse up and down the country. Um, is it a meaningless gesture if they say, right, we're going to refund your tickets? We're going to. I'm not saying they, they've said they're going to do this, but people have suggested it. Um, if the player said, yeah, we're going to cover your match tickets, does, does it actually mean anything to you? Or would you just go, I'd, I'd rather you spend it on the gym and <laughs> work hard? Um, yeah, it doesn't mean anything to me. I mean, I, I'm adult enough, a big, big enough boy to know I, I make my choices in life, right? I'm not there because someone made me to be i make the choice to do this most weeks where we we travel uh to watch the team we have a laugh and a drink and uh, you know and it's more it is generally more than just the football the football is the reason for making those trips but there's a lot of stuff around it as well um so yeah i i completely will take responsibility um as an adult, a grown adult, that that is, I am there by my own volition. That's life. We well know football can kick you in the ass sometimes, as we see. Um, so yeah, if someone was to turn around to me and say, "I'll refund your match ticket," not interested. Doesn't mean anything to me. The same with if if they said, "I'll refund your your train." Again, I, I don't want that. I said, I to be very yeah. honest, I said my piece at full time. Oh, and yeah. that 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 was recompense enough for me. Thank you. Got it off my chest. Move on. <laughs> yeah. Well, I could I could. I'm not again. I'm not suggesting they they had, should do it because you, you're quite right. Anyone who the 94 people who went up to Stockport kind of knew in the back of their mind we we could get absolutely ruined here. Um, but um, Stuart, I do take your point as well of actually saying would recompense your travel costs or if yeah. people stayed over. But that would be a ridiculous amount that that I mean, people yeah. would do. Um, and it, there's not many other forms of entertainment. <laughs> this is entertainment, Dan. Um, but you can go, actually, I want all my money back. <laughs> that was shit. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it's supposed to be entertainment. Um, right. I think you kind of you said it earlier, Stuart, or, or similar, that realistically, this doesn't actually change much. The goal difference took, took an absolute hammer in. But I don't think it's going to be goal difference that saves us, if anything saves us this season. Um Obviously, it's embarrassing. The humiliation factor is there, and obviously, we're all very excited to read all the. It must be great to be a Sutton fan. I must hate being a Sutton fan at the moment. That's that's top fans. Um, but we're still only six points away, which is annoyingly enough for a tiny, tiny glimmer of hope. I know Dan's saying that there isn't any. It's Christmas miracle. That's what we need. A tiny, tiny glimmer of hope that other teams could be crap. Swindon are in the absolute toilet because they, 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 they're not expecting it they're expecting a fine but they could be facing points deductions um and so they, they could be some absolute ridiculous set of circumstances um but there is a big call and there's a big split at the moment for change in um something's got to change and by that everyone is meaning that um so i mean Obviously, there's there's two sides to it. I've said that well, weeks ago. I think we might get relegated under Matt, but we will get relegated under someone else because they've got to come in and sort out all the mess with the players, without their own players coming in and all the rest of it. So it's going to take weeks for them to to, to kind of get used to it anyway. Um, what's what's your kind of thoughts? I don't know who wants to go first. I mean, um, Stuart, I think you started to kind of mention it earlier. Um, with all the kind of constraints that we've got that we know about, what changes do you realistically think could happen? Um, I mean, when I went on the uh, BBC for, uh, to talk about it, I was an, um, still a massive fan of Matt. He, he's been loyal to the club. But he, he's given us a Wembley final. Uh, that that is brilliant. But there's a there's a point where you sort of hit a wall, and I, th I think we got to that point. Um, 
he might have earned himself a relegation. We could go down, rebuild. Um, but I think I think maybe you know pulling a Sam Allardyce try and save us, keep us in the league because ultimately League Two revenues a lot better. It'd be nice to have a bit of money. Uh, we've got the players. Uh, I mean, on paper, looking at like Aidan O'Brien, he's elite. he's a was it Championship came from Millwall. He should be brilliant. Maybe he might be brilliant under another manager. Who knows? But yeah, I I, I think. Maybe new managers to shout for me. No, I think I sort of swayed. Yeah, Dan. I mean, yeah. Stuart mentioned the players. There's one player that we found out the other week who's um, signed back for Shrewsbury, and Aaron Pierre, who was toilet for us, has gone back up to Shrewsbury. And it's not. Yeah, we were talking on, about him on the way up on um, yeah. on Saturday because we were sat with a couple of Wombles who were going to Salford, and we were saying, "What? Oh yeah, about that Aaron Fierro. Yeah, yeah. Whatever happened to him?" And, Someone, I think Gareth piped up. Oh yeah, he's just signed back for Shrewsbury. What? Yeah, he's done well. He's got an extension. <laughs> um, but, but, but what's your kind of thoughts? I mean, the problem I, I see is obviously we everyone knows we shop at the, the food bank, not at any of the supermarkets. And the problem is we're gambling on players. So Dominic Gates, great player. Hmm. Clearly, there's something wrong. He's injured. Um, Ryan Jackson, there's clearly something wrong. He's not been fit since 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 the start. Um, so what kind of realistic thing can we change? Because um, if I, I believe if Matt goes, then so will Jason, Terry, a load of them will, will leave and we'd have to kind of restart all over again. Um, so, so what's your, your thoughts on it? It's, I mean, it, it's, it's difficult because like you say, Matt's, the, 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 as a manager, what he's given to the club and what, where he's got us is, it is special. There's a real, he's a good guy, he's a nice guy, he's an honest bloke, he he works hard, he cares, it's, you know, I have no doubt he was sat on the bus home last night from Stockport and it was killing him, I, I get that, but football is, um, it's the old cliche, it is a results business and we're now at a, a point where we've I think we've was it three wins in the last thirty-two games, league games. Um, it's and and I could I could get behind it if I can see something there. If I can see a pattern. If I can see what we're trying to do, and it's maybe just not clicking. Like when he first came to the club, um, he had that little bad run. Um, but everyone could see what he was trying to do. We, we knew we were a player away or just we just needed a good result, get a couple of good results and they would come. You could see what they were trying to do. I don't see that at the moment. I don't think we know what our best side is. I don't think we have a side that's capable in certain areas. I think the midfield is absolutely abysmal. We just get ripped to beat pieces week in, week out. We don't rob ball. We can't pass. Um, there just doesn't seem to be kind of a a structure you can kind of look at and think, well, okay, that, that didn't go our way. Or uh, if we could get someone in January to plug that hole, we, we might be, we, we, you know, we could kick on. I don't see that. I just don't. And it's, it is sad. It's quite sad. I mean, it, I mean, I watched the Salford game at home, and I think I watched that and was like, "Where? What? What are we doing? What are we trying to do?" I mean, it, it's and and I, and I just don't seem. I also don't think the team are able to put um, performances together on a regular enough basis that will bring positive results that will bring what we need which are to win football matches I mean we had that little run with unbeaten in five or six or whatever it was but we'd drawn what four or five of them four mm. and it was just okay it's, it, it's better than getting whacked by three <laughs> or four every week don't get me wrong that is an improvement but again even in that point that little spell of time I was looking at the way we're playing and I'm like I don't see the identity that 
what I believe is what Matt wants from his side. We, we've, mm. He's been here with us three, four years now. We saw the team when he first started, and like I said, we could see what he was trying to do. The year we, went, we won the league, again, you could see that team. You knew its identity. Everyone that played against us knew its fucking identity. They knew what they had to do. To you know, They knew that we were going to come, rub our stubble in their faces, get on the tread on their toes, get amongst them, we might be a bit direct at times, but they knew that we would put them under pressure, put balls in the box, set pieces. We'd be a challenge. They'd they'd have to stand up. Who was? And that's gone. I, I haven't seen that at all this season, really. Um, only in a couple of games. It's and we just seem to have lost that um, that identity. I think is probably the best way to put it. And I just don't see what where. I just don't see where these where these results are going to come from. We've basically got to win every home game between now and May to even have a shout. And that ain't say never. I know. Stranger things have happened, you know. Yeah. But I can't see it happening. I yeah. genuinely I mean, can't see it happening. There's people sort of um, suggesting that we need to heavily recruit yeah. in uh, January. Um, it works for Gillingham. Okay. Um, yeah, but they had a they had a billionaire takeover and who basically was money no object. So they signed yeah. eleven players and flew up the league. That's yeah. the solution. Get a billionaire in. Yeah, we're but, not, we're not doing that. City. Yeah, but are we? Do you reckon you could sell Sutton as a lovely part of London? Great to invest in. It, it is. I think, um, I think you'd literally right. have to just sell Sutton. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the thing is, do, do we want to gamble slash sacrifice? potential long-term future is is it worth it because every club is going to have a cap and to be honest at the moment our cap would be struggling in league two if we survive this year next year we've got to look forward to struggling in league two and struggling in league two so i mean is it worth the big gamble or is it worth just going oh do you know what let's go back and have some fun i know there's a load of money coming next year but every club is going to have a load of money. So suddenly all the players are going to be more expensive because everyone knows every club's got money. So it, it's just it's just not going to actually change an awful lot. Um, but I mean, I'm not saying let's just take relegation and, and, and move on. But our future is essentially going to be struggling pretty much every season. Um, we knew that, though. We knew that coming into this. No yeah. one was under any, any illusions. That first season, I think, has maybe fooled a few people that um, we, we, we could punch above our weight more probably a bit more than we were expected to i didn't think we'd go straight back down i thought we would be competitive but i didn't think we'd be that far up and i think that first season probably has pulled a little a few people into thinking that's what we should be doing rather than stay in this division for as long as we can and develop the club that's what we need to do we need to stay here for five six seven eight ten years just to Mm. get everything where it should be to be a football league, a proper football league club. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the thing is, as well, if you stay up that extra half million that comes in next year, we're likely to do more with that half million than anyone else is because it means more to us. It's a bigger input into our um, our revenue. But like you say, that's down to the guys up top. They know what we, they they would know what, what, what the point is. What's the risk? What is our, our, our razor's edge, if you like, what's our tipping point? Can we can we go another couple of players if we can shift a couple out, or are we tapped out at the moment? You know, that's 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 on them. Only they can really answer that question. Stuart's going to give it a go. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I, I mean, looking at uh, looking at the team, uh, what we beat Cambridge on penalties. Uh, we we had, we had a good run for a while uh unfortunate not to draw a better team i mean we've got plymouth that looks shocking um what scares me about going down is then looking at um if you look at non-league how competitive it was last year with wrexham pushing all the way to 100 points i just i i think we'll struggle to get back up again i mean i'd like to be settled settled into league two a mid-table club rather than bouncing up and down between the league and league two yeah it's just well 
we'll, we'll move on because as Dan said, we've got to win every home game now. And um, first one of those is a um, nice little easy task against Mansfield, who um, oh, are doing amazingly well. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah, so um, you've been on the training ground all week. How, how are you preparing the players to win this game? Or are you just saying, here you go, lads, it's 20-odd sets of boxing gloves. Don't batter the shit out of each other. <laughs> Get it all out in the open and rock up on Saturday and see how you do, yeah? <laughs> how do we, what needs to happen to win this game? Um, Dan, I'll give you first. Go on. Um, is there any changes in defence we can bring in? How do we improve the morale? Um, I think I, I think the base the, the pure basics is uh, yeah there needs to be tweaks. But again, we've just got to know who's who's fit and available. It's not like I could tell you that oh yeah we should be playing him at left back instead because I don't know who's hundred percent fit. I mean we started with um, Hart and Omar on Saturday and neither made it past half time. Um, from Omar's perspective, apparently that was just because he was fifty fifty to start the game and obviously. We just thought, well, he's not going to—he's not going to make the ninety, so we might as well make the change. Um, I, I, I think that you—you you have to just go back to basics and try and rebound and say, for fuck's sake, don't concede inside five ten minutes again. You've got to be there. You've got to still be there at half time in the game because yeah. you can't—you can't, you know, let these sides get at you early and concede early because they're not going to give you out in return, you know. Mansfield have lost what I think it's one of their league games so far this year, this season. Mm-hmm. So they're obviously a bloody good side. They're organised. Um, yeah, it's stay in the game um, and see and see what we get from it. Uh, I, I, I don't think we'll win a game though. I don't think we'll win it though. I can't. I can't really see how we can win in the game. Stuart, what do, you, what do you think? I mean, to improve the morale, I mean, I'm surprised Dan didn't mention it, but apparently it was the uh, uh, Christmas I think, party. Yeah. Apparently, I don't think that happened in the end from what I, I understand. Okay. Funnily enough. enough. <laughs> uh, I think what you do to win this match is you call up everyone who played in the fan match and put them on the pitch instead. Not everyone. I, 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 maybe not everyone, but... Not everyone. I think that's got a better chance. Um, no, but I think the, the, the only way we're properly gonna get a couple of results now is we've just got to have some spirit we've got to have some something behind us i mean the only point where i thought that we might have gone on a run was when um when that oh completely feel it was like the last minute winner and you saw the players knee slide into the corner and that that looked like a team spirit i think the only matchup we might actually come away with something controversial is wimbledon because everyone seems up for that Wimbledon away. Yeah. I mean, we didn't discuss it in the, in the matching. I probably should have. But one thing that really surprised me is um, on yesterday, there was a severe lack of fouls and yellow cards um, going around. It's like Harry got one. When I, and I watched it back and I was like, hang on a minute. He's got a yellow card for a high foot. And he's caught the bloke on the ankle. So if Harry's foot was high to catch the bloke, they're both they're, both their feet were yeah, up at waist yeah. height, and surely his feet were high as well because yeah. it was. You think catching low down on the ankle got him up, but it was, I think I'm not sure if he was the only one, but there wasn't that many yellow cards. I mean, you, you can't imagine if Eastley was playing that there wouldn't have been at least one more yellow card. He wouldn't have hung around for a lot of that. Jamie um, Collins, <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> stuff like that. I mean, I know it's not right, and I know it's not pretty. Yeah, you don't have to be kicking the oppo, but you, you like yeah. you say you want to make sure that you're winning your challenges and. If it's getting a little bit out out of hand, break it up and just leave a foot in somewhere where you can just break play up. And we got that. You got that. Know you're there. Yeah. Slow them down a little bit. Um, but I mean, do we think that whatever the problem is with Amari needs to be buried? I mean, I I'll be honest. I thought Dion had a great game the other week, um, but then he was kind of anonymous mm. um, yesterday. Um, he, but... he never got he never got chance to get into the game. <laughs> to be honest, Mike. Um, it, it, the game, the game was gone so quickly that it's not like you could really say, you know, he had a chance to impress. So one of the few place players I think I'd give a pass to, to from yesterday. Fair enough. Um, but who who do we reckon could do, could we could look to, or are we literally just waiting and hoping and praying that Eastie comes back 
in January as expected. Lionel Messi, January transfer window. Erling Haaland, anyone who can put a ball in the back of the net. And you can, you can tell him we'd ruin those players, it's fine. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, they'd, they'd both get about five each in, in, in our team. It's the way we, what, what we do to, to, to the goal scorers. Um, I mean, is it just another three points? Oh, is it just going to be, oh, we shrug it off? Is it important that it's one of the home games? Is it? Is it a must-win game? I love that phrase. Um, or is it just a case of, hang on, this, this is another top side. Oh, if we can get anything, is this a free hit? Um, how important is it? I, I, think it? I think it's important that they bounce back bounce back with some form of performance. They have. If, they, if they were to go out and put out like a, a performance like we did at Wrexham, but we sit in two banks of four, disciplined, prostrate, don't give anything away for free, no, cut all the stupid mistakes out um, and make them come and actually beat us rather than half beat ourselves like we've done a lot of this season, then okay, you can, you can at least, you've got something to kind of hold on, cling on to. Um, and you might nick something. Um, you never know. That's football. But you, you need to turn up. Full yeah. stop. No, no more, you know, stuff about weeks of training and the schedule and all the rest of it. Everyone's dealing with the same thing. We have to show, start showing up week in, week out with mm-hmm. just performances, not the odd one here or there. Or, oh, that was all right. Oh, we were okay second half there. It needs to be 90 yeah. minutes. We had a good 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. That, that's that's, think, been, that's think, been the story of this season, really. Well, I think there was a few games where we had bad 30 minutes. We had a bad 30 minute start, then a middle 30 minutes was awful, then the last 30 mm. minutes was awful. It's like, okay, it was just 30 minutes a game. All right. And then, no, we, we then, instead of making it, we didn't have that. We had a bad 90 minutes. It was a full 90. <laughs> exactly. But Stuart, what, what do you think? Is it is it as important as um, that we're making out, or is it just literally three points? Uh, I, I think is a massive match. I think we cannot get battered in this match. It's got to be like a, I mean, losing one nil, but showing up. That, that's mm-hmm. all we're really asking for. Yeah. Especially, especially at home for the fans. Christmas. <laughs> I mean, I, I think one thing that would be important. It would be like I say, just put a shift in, and just see where we are at the at the end of the game. If you don't show up and you go and get your asses kicked again, like four, mm. five, six again, where do you go? You you can't. Yeah. That's just. I mean, I know they're, they're obviously a good side and they're up there, but if you're getting spanked by these teams, then it just shows where you are as a squad. Um, and yeah. and also your your kind of your your professional pride. You should be looking to bounce back mm. from a result like that. Um, like I say, worst league defeat since World War Two. So yeah, and it's um, also it, it encourages other teams as well to go. Ah, look, they put eight past them. Let, let's let's do this. Let's get nine. Um, exactly right. So um, <laughs> there is a prediction league that goes on. Um, I know. I think. Did anyone get any any decent points yesterday? I'm <laughs> racking up the points. Loss. So, some people put loss Sutton to score nil, so they they, they get they get points. Uh, on, oh, that's um, what I put. Yeah, so yeah, there's some people along there. Um, but what's your uh, your thoughts, Dan? We'll start with you. What's, what's you because you don't play in the league anyway, so it don't really matter what you say. Um, mm-hmm. what, what, what's your thoughts on 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 the, the game next week? Um, here's a bit of a free hit because obviously they're a good side, so you'd expect to be, get beat anyway, given our league position, and obviously with what happened yesterday. Um, I'm just looking for a performance. I'm looking for a reaction. That's it. Um, I, I don't think... I don't ex- I, I, I'm not going into the game thinking, oh, we've got to win this one. We, um, we've got to win them all, really. Mm. <laughs> because yeah. We've got to start doing just the winning thing. Um, so, I don't, I don't think we'll get anything, but I just want to see a reaction. I want to see some sort of reaction. Fair enough. S- Stuart, what do you want to say? I'm, don't, don't, I say this to yeah. everyone who does the league as well. You still got to enter, and you can change yeah. your mind at some point in the week. If you enter on Saturday, don't worry. What you say today? Um, I mean, the uh, the uh, obvious prediction would be a 
3-0 loss. Um, <laughs> that that would rack up the points. Probably what I'm going to put. I'm going to be more optimistic now. Uh, I always say this, and hopefully the magic works again. I'm going to say 3-0. Harry Smith hat trick. It will happen. I'm I'm praying on it. Yeah, it'll happen next season. Oh, just 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 a goal from anyone on that pitch. Right, would be brilliant. Well, Sutton's end, not 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 Mansfield. Yeah. I'm going to go one-one. Uh, I, I can't predict a loss, but I can't quite bring myself to predict a win either. <laughs> um, I'm hoping it's a 2023 thing. I'm hoping that we get this 2023 out of the way, which has been a shocking year. And actually, everything falls into place for 2024. That's yeah, fine. <clears throat> yeah. Um, <laughs> but thank you very much, gents. I said we probably wouldn't get 10 minutes out of this, and we have done remarkably much more than 10 minutes. So we will wrap up this episode of Sutton Podcast. As always, appreciate your ear attention. I forgot to put my cup here, but there's a cup. If anyone's holding a cup, it says ear attention. Um, follow, like, share um, at some Podcast on social media and give us your feedback. Um, subscribe to the podcast get your reviews in get those likes on youtube to stop those people disliking it every time i say something about the women's game because women's football exists just get over it um and next time we um we thank obviously lucky stars gene um thank you to both dan and stuart i am hoping that next week i um grab people in the bar to talk about mansfield match be honest i might not bother um, but, um, I'm hoping to. Is, is that a result? Is that definitely a result pending thing? <laughs> it, it, it may well be, but I'll have my camera and whatnot, and we may well set up somewhere and talk to various people. But I've got no idea of the format. I don't know how it'll be, but we'll I'll, I'll, I'll be I'll be lurking in the bar having legal well, pints now. So. Legal pints, yeah. Um, so yeah, come and grab me if you want if you want to say something. Um, and um, yeah, it will depend on my mood, as, as Dan just said. Uh, but if it's not, have a great Christmas, everyone. Um, it is very rapidly coming, approaching us. Um, but we will catch up and see you all soon. Thanks a lot. Take care. Bye-bye. Sports Social Podcast Network.